There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. <laughs> That's when the cannibalism started. Good. That sounds good. That's that perfect good. right it there. Feels good. Yeah. Feels good. <laughs> feels good. Sex. Sex. Reunited and it's feels so good. Oh, yeah, feels so good. Um, all right, we're gonna go. We're gonna go. All right, hey everyone, and that's Marcus Parks. I'm Ben Kissel. Back in the studio with us, we have a fella. With uh, who is he? I'm. Uh, I happen to. Uh, you know, I, I got back into town. Yeah. Um, I'm a little hungover. Right. Um, so let's just say, uh, call him Henry Zabrowski, but don't call him late for dinner, Henry that's Zabrowski. Right. He's early. That's my. For that's dinner. the character. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very real to life character today. <laughs> that's good. Henry, it's so good to be back in the studio. We have a lot of controversy though, and I know you can't say much. Peanut butter gates. It's really been heating um, up the Facebook page. I cannot express the actual details of said peanut butter gate, but let's just say. I had a run-in mm-hmm. with peanut butter. <laughs> you had a run-in with it. Yes, that's the reason why we didn't have an episode. There was uh, a run-in with peanut butter okay. um, that could not be avoided. Mm. Um, you would be surprised the consist what peanut butter does. <laughs> yeah, what does and it the do? properties of peanut butter yeah. are interesting. Okay, what because what? it's a fatty. It's like mayonnaise, but for children. Right. I consider mayonnaise for adults. Sure. Right. Yes. Mayonnaise is an adult condiment. Yes. You have to be an adult to understand it. Peanut butter is mm-hmm. for a child. All right. It's a good source of protein. That's right. Yeah. Um, that's kids. another fact I can say about peanut butter. Yeah. And I can say it takes seven pounds to cover me in it. Seven pounds. <laughs> well, that's not bad. So there was a run in with peanut butter. Well, you look great because I think you, you should also. Yeah. And the only other. Yeah. I will say peanut butter. It certainly clogs up a shower drain. That's awesome. <laughs> right. And it's really fun when the maid, the look on a maid's face right. when you walk home and she's walking out of a hotel room and literally because it's like a room full of peanut butter chunks all up in the shower. Right. Um, I may have left a duke in the toilet reeking a weed in right. there, beer bottles and a scotch bottle just like all over Everywhere. the place. Um, yeah. and the grease stains everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um and not a woman to be found. No. <laughs> not a woman. No, 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 no. It's very hard to say, hey, when you want to come back to my place, that it looks like um, uh, a senator's orgy as if it was a part of some gigantic cover-up. That's right. Oh. That's right. <laughs> of course, we're on part three of Welcome the, uh, back. Satanism and government. But Henry, of course, you know, we've had a lot of negative uh, words and a lot of negative uh, negativity towards Satanism. And you want, you, want, you, want to, you want to clear the uh, clear the Satanist name. I just want to say it again. Let's all remember why we're Satanists because it's fun because sure. the girls are beautiful they are. and the men are powerful. Well, all right, that's what. No, the I mean the women are powerful and beautiful and the men are us. The men are us. <laughs> yeah, so and we're we like get to, and this allows yeah. us to hang out with powerful, beautiful women. That's right. Yes, and all commiserate and the satin is just great. For the legs. Satin yes. feels so nice when it's just swishing back and forth between your legs, around your balls. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So the robes are great. Um, black goatees are coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to say, let's so all you, remember. You, you, I feel like you're sort of the reason that the vast majority of uh, you know mentally stunted people became hippies in the 60s. Yes. For the fashion. For the fashion. <laughs> you just sort of like the fashion of Satanism, <laughs> not the tenets of Satanism. But that's to a true Satanism. It's about, it's Satanism, is, it's Satanism is about symbols and filling them yeah. with, with energy and power. And, and enjoying yourself and, you know, you're fighting for your right to be by yourself. Sure. Which is wonderful. Yeah. Um, so let's let's uh, let's give everyone a taste to remember of what makes Satanism fun. Yeah, let's hear it. Hit it, Anton. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately think this, of a monkey, huh? <laughs> this is Anton LaVey playing the calliope. Big old he smile on his evil face. God, it's terrifying. I know, it is still scary. Yes. But that's the best part. Come into the party, won't you? No, no. Could we at least maybe turn down the volume of the calliope <laughs> so we can speak with each other? They are really loud. No, there's just some girl just like moving her pec muscles back and forth yeah. through her, making her boobies bounce. To that would be fun. That would be fun. Is there a monkey, other- a dolphin with a fucking weed shoved in his hole and you can oh, fucking yeah. spark the top of it and then French kiss it and suck all the weed smoke out of its oh, head? Yeah, That'd definitely. be amazing. Definitely. Is there any other sound that uh, this instrument can make? No, that's no, it. That's no. it. That's the it. only one. Yeah. All it can do is circus drone and right. phantom music. Yeah, that's the only thing a calliope can make. Yeah, yeah. 
under just just beneath the ukulele. <laughs> that's an interesting oh, one. Oh, that's bullshit. I hate the ukulele. Yeah, it's the worst. The ukulele has got yeah. nowhere near the power of a calliope. At least a calliope can fill a circus with noise. Yeah, calliope oh, is true. ear yeah. splitting. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All I'm right. in so much pain. Um, um, we got to get to part three uh, let's here, get, guys. So let's jump into this. Um, so just again... Turn out the lights to your hotel room. Um, put on a old stinky robe uh, and start getting out the strings to connect dots on a map somewhere inside your home right now. Yeah, get that glass of bourbon going. Let's dive into this peep of shit. Yeah, don't, don't do any of that. <laughs> yeah, Stay know, with your wife. Do you know how close I came to making a diagram on the wall? No, I know. Like really yeah. close. You made a nine-page outline. <laughs> you know that was. That's, I made four nine-page outlines, <laughs> yeah. and the first one was twenty-five pages. You. Um, God bless your girlfriend. That's right. She's a real sweetheart. <laughs> Putting up with all that. So we left off last episode with the satanic abuses of Loretta Smith. Possibly the most disturbing uh, interviews that yeah. we've heard so far. They had a bunch of little boy tartar, and it was really, yeah. you know, it, it, it's really hard when you make a baby smoothie because, you know, I mean, the protein's great. Yeah. Well, sure. Yeah. It's on par with peanut butter. Yeah. <laughs> so it's at this point that a man named John DeCamp comes onto the scene. Okay. If there's a hero in this story, he's it. John DeCamp right, and Gary Caradori. This John DeCamp is a true, like, this is where the, I feel like we can inject some hope into this story, yeah, where people came bit. forward to fight for these kids, and mm -hmm. John DeCamp was one of them. Yeah, John DeCamp is a saint. Yes. I mean, this guy, he was a de one of the most decorated Vietnam vets that there were. He initiated Operation Baby Lift, uh, which evacu <laughs> it evacuated 2,800 orphaned Vietnamese children. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, that sounds great. Beautiful. And not only this, this guy is it should not also should stay. It should, you should use Operation Baby Lift to take babies from women who don't want them anymore. Sure. So they can go back to being single and fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this guy, he is not a crackpot. This is not your standard satanic panic uh, bullshit artist. This guy, in fact, he's a lawyer for the National Child Abuse Defense and Resource Center in Nebraska which, fight, which fights against false accusations of child abuse and it's made up of adults who have been falsely accused of child abuse. So, okay. Which is an interesting kind of backwards way to fight for justice where it's like, you know, it's it's, it's technically, so it's it's almost you know, it shows how honest he is that yeah, he fights yeah. for adults' rights and sex and children's <laughs> sex scandals. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, this guy, I mean, his only interest is justice. And that's what I love about this guy. Real law so, and order guy. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Very Must much real boring at a party. Really, yeah. really boring at a party. This is a problem. It's like we have now. I've now alienated several groups of people with talking about this subject. Right. And you know that this is all this dude talks about. Yeah. Maybe he talks about like the Texas Rangers. Like maybe he's into something like he's got to have team. a go to. You have to have a, a plan B if you start talking about child sexual predator rings, and then you're like their faces want to talk about baseball. <laughs> Good thing I know who. Nolan Ryan was. He's like, hey, John, great, great man, yeah. wonderful man. Not much with the small talk. No, really just kind of dives right in there with the children and then this physical sexual abuse. But I'll tell you, John DeCamp, I, when he dies, uh, so does the last Steven Seagal fan. This man must love Steven Seagal. I feel like the law and order justice guy, Vietnam vet. Yeah. That's the yeah. recipe, right? Oh, absolutely. He first became involved in the case when it was found that $40 million were missing from the Nebraska Federal Credit Union. Because, again, okay. you can't get the government to do fuck all until money is involved. That's yeah. right. Like, it's like the same, you know, Capone, all these people that were caught on tax evasion. It's all, like, as soon as they're not getting their fucking cut, oh, the yeah. government's like, rrr, rrr. But, like uh, but otherwise, they don't, they don't care how many little kids are turned into a fucking Jamba Juice special. Yeah, yeah. and I don't know how special that is. But. <laughs> I mean, it's off the menu. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, it's like animal style and in and out. You can't always get the baby, the baby smoothie. Yeah. Well, I am enough with the baby smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear it's it. It's an anymore. interesting. It's an interesting detail. It's just a tough visual. That I don't even. Maybe we've got a real big straw, uh, something like that. Like I, I don't know how. You it's just do a it. problem when you have a baby and you name it ceviche. You know, don't yeah. name it ceviche. That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> Of course, $40 million went missing, and uh, the FBI raided, uh, the fe raided the Federal Credit Union. Uh, and, of course, their whole aim with this is that they knew that there was a lot of bad shit in that credit union. There was a yeah. lot of bad stuff surrounding Larry King. Mm -hmm. they it was because they knew that he was living way beyond his means. He was living, he was living this yeah. crazy fucking lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, money was going missing. 
Yeah. A lot of money had gone yeah. missing. So the FBI went in there, and their uh, aim was to just erase it, just to get rid of everything, every bit of evidence that this credit union existed. That's what they wanted just to do. Just firebomb the whole thing. Firebomb the whole yeah. thing. However, John DeCamp got wind of this, and as he started to investigate it more and more, the more he kind of started to see there were some odd things here and there. A lot of stuff didn't add up Well, because he it. started going into the Children Welfare Services. Like, there, yeah. the reports that were being filed with them, he started reading it and just seeing again and again, like, Larry King, Larry King, because yeah. he, like, it's, it's yeah. you know, the, the same thing happened, you know. What we find out later is that, you know, he was tracking Sandusky for years and years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this guy, he had mentioned, he mentioned in the book that he wrote, this is the, because this is the book that we base all our research on. He wrote this book, which was called... The Franklin Cover-Up. Yes. All of of these episodes were based on the Franklin Cover-Up. And he mentions the Sandusky thing. He offhandedly Mm. mentions it at one point. Because that was before he was... That was before he was arrested for it. Sandusky, right? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, he wrote that in 1990. Yeah. And this is how or, much information this guy has. Just offhanded. Just like second thought, like eighth thought. He's just like, oh, and Sandusky. Sandusky. Yeah, he's, he he's a child out of our ring with football and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a whole collection of those fucking those sweet rings, those candy rings at the back of it. He says everyone comes over and tra- they play the Pope game. This is why you can't <laughs> commit suicide, though, when everybody doubts you. DeCamp, his entire life was probably considered a schmuck by so many people. Every and then human all of them start to fall. And he's just like, yeah, yeah. That awkward dinner conversation. I was right. Yeah. Oh, I don't care. I don't care that I ruined the wedding. I was still right. So that's fine with me. Well, then, and then we see again what's happened with these accusations with Brian Singer uh, yes. and this oh, weird gigantic Hollywood pedophile cabal that may or may not exist. I've been hearing it about this exist. pedophile cabal for years. Because and at page seven, it's really interesting. Just yeah. when you're the, the the celebrity gossip angle, like you're actually picking up, which may actually be the fringes of some gigantic government secret keeping cabal. Mm-hmm. And then also Kiefer Sutherland drinks too much. <laughs> yep, yep, that's true. That's true. But now you, uh, what's what's this? Are you going to go see the new X Men movie with this Brian Singer guy as the as the director? I wasn't going to do it anyway. I hate yeah. comic book movies. All comic right. book movies good. suck. <laughs> ah, very good. Captain America was wonderful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, now that he's starting, now that John DeCamp is starting to gather more information, he, despite having opposition from the local law enforcement, the FBI, and the Omaha World Herald, he forms the Franklin Committee out of the Le- Nebraska State Legislature. Now, this was an official government, re- like, yes. uh, what's, the, what's the term? What's the term? Uh, organization? Committee. committee. Yeah, Legislative yeah, committee. Think tank, right? Think. But, I mean, we've seen a lot of other official committees, like the Warren Committee, and what do they do? They put out a, out a fucking binders of hogwash. Hogwash? Hogwash. It's hogwash. Get him out of here, would you? <laughs> so this is when they hire a chief investigator. The chief investigator that they hire is a man named Gary Caradori. I love this guy. I love Gary Caradori so much. But before we really get into Caradori, we got to talk about the witness that Caradori found that ended up being one of the only two witnesses that were to testify in the grand jury trial to come, a girl named Alicia Owen. Now, they believe that because she was a, was a hard person to bring in, too. She, like, fought it and fought it and fought it because her, Terrified. Cause her and Paul Benacki were in contact for a long time. And Paul Benacki kept saying, like, you got to come forward. You got to come forward. And she's like, no, 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 no. And then finally, yeah. she wrangles her, wrangles her for the uh, Franklin Committee. Yeah. I mean, she her testimony, like, she details abuse that goes back as far as 1983. I mean, and going back to the child pedophile ring, uh, you know, these Hollywood, in Hollywood, uh, you know, they they have an opportunity to not have an acting career, which you yes. could argue is a luxurious thing to have in the first an place. An acting career These is the people, silliest career of all time. That's right. So it's not really, okay, I'm yeah. sorry. That's I would say I'm not going to suck your penis, and I will say I'm fine with not having an acting career. I don't and need never to be suck. in Boardwalk Empire. It will be okay for me. <laughs> But this woman is going against a, a huge, uh, very dangerous organization, a mafia-style bunch of folks who are uh, threatening her life on a regular Again, basis. And then meanwhile, a lot of time, these people's, their 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 uh, reputation is so thoroughly smeared their by the end of the, Their lives are trashed. Yeah. So, so like, a, of course, yeah. they're, they're viewed as crazy. They're discredited for the rest of their life. No one believes a word out of the mouth for the the long the rest of their life. Yeah. yeah. And this girl, she wasn't a homeless. She wasn't homeless. She wasn't a drug, a- drug addict. Uh, she came from 
a nice family. She was never abused. She was just kind of a wild child. At the age of 14, she hooked up with a bad crowd. But this is where this is where the victim blaming comes in, too. And this mm-hmm. is exactly who they preyed upon a lot, of, a lot of these times. Is These kids that were kind of lost looking for somebody, and they were partiers. And so now, like, that's the needle that the yeah. government can use every time. And basically being like, well, wasn't she looking for it? Yeah. And it's like, she's 14. She doesn't know. Yeah. Yeah, I did a lot of dumb shit when I was 14. I used to slick my hair back. You know what I mean? I used to slick my hair all the way back yeah. and call myself the flying grape. I had to have a thing. You have to have a thing. You do have to have a thing. Have a yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. So she started going to Larry King's parties at 14. And of course, her testimony is just as awful as every other bit of testimony that we've had here. Uh, but she does implicate a very important person in her testimony. She implicates uh, police chief, Omaha police chief, Robert Wadman. Uh, who Wad- Officer Wadman. Wadman. Uh, and uh, by the way, Robert Wadman, very close friend of Nick O'Hara, the regional head of the FBI, she claims, Alicia Owen claims, that Robert Wadman raped and impregnated her and shoved the barrel of his gun up her vagina. Now, yeah. if you'll remember from our last episode... And that's episode, not normal protocol. That's bad. Yeah. No. For a 14-year-old girl. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, and so, if you'll remember from the last episode, Robert Wadman was the guy that walked down to the offices of the Omaha Police Department and told investigators to immediately stop investigating Larry King. Of course, because he was yeah, right no. on the list. Yeah. He was right on the list and now those are the other thing we I got into a very detailed conversation in which I alienated a group of people last night good, and I was good. saying this too said I think a lot of times especially in these like after after parties we were saying the same thing about like I, I think there there's not everybody fuck the kids but no. they were people were asked to stick around yeah. and, you know and people like Nick O'Hara and stuff like that was probably like a dude that was just forced to sit there and watch it and just be like and what did you see nothing like like oh no Mom, mom, mom. Did you see me do it? Did you see me do it? Yeah. And then like, no, because they have to, they bring the, they create the gigantic secret cabal. Yeah. yeah. Not a lot of courage with these fellas. No. So based on the initial interviews with Owen, Gary Caradori, the chief investigator, he recommended- What I love about this, he's a private eye too, right? Yeah, like This yeah, is yeah. a guy, I love this guy because he's a fucking civilian. It's like, um, uh, I literally want to play this guy in a movie one day. I'm just like, yeah. the guy who's, he left it all on the line. He signed up for this project. He has, like, I was reading a thing about him saying the same thing where he was like, he did it, it's the classic, like he did it for the money. Yeah. And then he was just like, my God, this thing goes <laughs> back forever. Yeah. And then like got, like jumped into it. Head like head first. Well, I think uh, in about ten years you could just make a reality show. Of it. <laughs> you know, that's going to be your life, Henry Zabrowski, Private Eye. I could see it. So Gary Caradori, based on this initial interview, he subpoenaed sixty-two people. 62 people that Alicia Owen was able to name that she said were a part of this ring or were victims of the ring. Yeah. One of the two. Uh, so Gary Caradori, he starts uh, investigating these people. He starts uh, investigating, uh, what was his name, Rusty? Yeah, Rusty, Rusty. Nelson. Yeah, yeah, Rusty Nelson. Yeah, Again. he starts investigating yeah. Rusty Nelson, who you'll remember from our last episode, was Larry King's private photographer. He, uh, he yeah. tracked him all the way to Chicago. He flew his private Oof. plane there, uh, and he took his eight-year-old son along with him. Who knows why? They decided to go to a Cubs game. He figured, you know, if I'm going to go look for child pornography, might as well bring my son along. I don't understand why. Son. I don't. But, I mean, he's a private detective. He's yeah. got his own motives. I mean, yeah, you gotta get in a plane and go, yeah. I mean, and before this, he had gone through a lot of harassment. Uh, mm-hmm. His house was broken into in 1989. Uh, a telephone repairman told him that his phones were tapped. Oh, no, this guy, he was run through the ringer over and over again. Yeah. And uh, so this was leading up to, this was because they could not get an official investigation, right? Because, like, up until this point, like, the Franklin Committee, that was technically the most official it got, but no criminal charges were ever really put upon Larry King or anything like right no nothing was filed we'll okay. get to the grand jury okay, investigation yeah. grand jury investigation this is all leading up to the grand jury this is all leading up to the grand okay. jury of course so he's uh, in a plane with his son they're having a good time talking about oh look how high we are up in the sky oh, son brum, 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 brum. Yeah. and she's like daddy is it true that sometimes a plane can just blow up out of the sky no <laughs> no that's never happened not in the history of planes Boom! <laughs> mm. the and plane. another father lies to his son <laughs> Yep, his plane blew up in midair on its way back from Chicago. And this is also when he, because he had just made a phone call too saying like, we got him. They can't get away from this one. He had some 
pile of documents. Yeah, he called Nebraska State Senator Lauren so, Schmidt, and he said she was the head of the Franklin Committee. John DeCamp was just a part of it. She was the head of the Franklin Committee, and he said, we've got them. There's no way they can get out of it now. So he did make contact with Mr. Rusty Nelson. Yeah. Which, again, yeah. did we mention that that sounds like a terrible sexual position? Yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 okay. yeah. No, Rusty Nelson doesn't even need to be Never give a mentioned. woman a Rusty Nelson. Never Name your son Rusty. No, <laughs> no, Because all he's going to be is a private photographer. And if you're a private <laughs> oh, photographer, man. God knows. I feel like it involves like a period, but then it's all just like crusted <laughs> over. And then you're just like, oh, give me that Rusty Nelson. <laughs> give me that Rusty yeah. Nelson. I just imagine it's just like rubbing a bunch of nails in between your hands and fingering somebody. Yeah, yeah. Real construction worker <laughs> sex. <laughs> Either so way. So Caridori, he even speaks like a private eye. Before he got on the plane, like he told his wife, if even half of what I've heard is true, this is the biggest thing that ever hit Nebraska. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> between that like, and Gary, cold. you never pick out the garbage, Gary. You never take out the milk. <laughs> it would be definitely the biggest thing that's ever hit Nebraska, though. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No doubt about that. So the explosion, a farmer saw the plane explode in midair. Okay. But farmers, they're already afraid of planes. <laughs> oh, they're they see, Every time they see a plane, they're just like, that bug needs to be put in a cage. Because yeah. they don't understand. Space gods. Yeah. 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 And so the plane goes down. And initial news reports, you know, they quote this farmer. They say that, you know, yes, a uh, farmer saw a flash in the sky. He heard an explosion. He saw a plane go down. Yeah. TWA 800. Going to throw that in there as well. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Has there ever been a reliable farmer? Has anybody <laughs> ever taken the farmer's word? No, it's oh, no, because how many times a farmer being like, oh, you're going up to old McKeever's cabin, huh? Well, I wouldn't be going on up there. Because yeah. like, McKeever's black and he just yeah. hates blacks. I <laughs> know, no, it's a racial thing. No, no it's, they're always warning people to not go to the haunted cabin. They, they, they live terrified lives. That's what these isolated farmers do. What are you talking about? They're with corn. There's nothing scary about growing corn. They're the government's scared. paying them not to do anything. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you don't know until you've been out there alone, Henry. <laughs> scary stuff. Once you've been out there alone, then you come talk to me. You tell me how it's <laughs> unscary it is. So the plane pops in midair. This pops farmer's like, well, I never saw that before. And so he uh, reports it to the police. He reports it to uh, local newscasters. But uh, on subsequent reports... Uh, all the newscasters say that the plane exploded when it hit the ground. Sure. Okay. Uh, and so what is, what, what, what's the difference there? If it explodes uh, in midair or if it hits the ground? If it explodes in midair, something then... exploded it. Yeah. And there was like, there was either, you know, there was either some kind of problems with the engine or there was a surface to air missile that took it down. Or there was just a bomb planted on board, mm-hmm. you know, or anything like that. If it just explodes on the ground, then that just goes towards mechanical failure. Yeah. Okay. Like something fucked up. Uh, but when deputy sheriffs uh, first arrived on the scene, they reported that there was child pornography pictures. That, there's a story of that that they said yeah. they had slittered all over the thing, like all these naked kid pictures everywhere. And then uh, was it that some FBI guy literally showed up and was like, I'll be taking these and like no. put them all in a garbage can yeah. left. Yeah. yeah. Three flatbed trucks, they say. Jesus. Three flatbed uh, trucks. Well, they took all of the wreckage as well. Right. Oh, yeah, because again, it was like, why is the federal government coming here to pick up an airplane? Kind of like the, what happened with TW800. Why yeah. are they? Why did the government show up? They, they don't show up to pick up fucking wreckage of a private plane crash. Yeah. Like, I'll tell you, MIB, men in black, more like men and boys. Am I right? Heller. <laughs> 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 yeah, that was a pretty good one. Yeah, Thank it is. You. But Thank Men you. and Boys does sound like a forum somewhere on the tour. Oh, with. I'm sure that it is. I'm sure that it is. Yeah, that's an offshoot of Nambla right yeah. there. It's a much better uh, story, though, than finding aliens, you know, that may or may not be running pawn shops. Finding people who have sex with kids. Like, that's what these people should be doing. Yeah, really? it would be hard to get the PG-13 rating on that film. Yeah, that's you true. Know, Will that Smith you need might for not. Summer blocks, yeah. but, you know. Yeah. So adding insult to injury here, uh, they never notified Caridori's wife of his death. Yeah. She only heard about it. When she friends hmm. heard the news on the radio and they called her uh, the day after Caridori was killed. Uh, the FBI descended on his office, subpoenaed all of his records, mm-hmm. took everything that they had. Uh, and this is when John DeCamp finally writes the infamous DeCamp memo. What's yes. the official cause of death? 
Official cause of death: plane blow up. Plane. <laughs> but was it was it was it murder or was it just mechanical failure? Mechanical failure. That's yeah, what they yeah, said. They, they yeah. just ruled it as uh, an accident. Okay. Yeah. And so the John the Decamp memo was what blew the lid off of the entire uh, investigation. This was when he came out. John Decamp came out and said this fucked up stuff is happening. There's these child pedophile rings. Larry King is involved in it. Robert Wadman's involved. Which in I'm it. sure takes so much strength to do because you're just now you're open for any attack and you yeah. know they've already killed somebody. Yeah, yeah, you know. And again, Gary and Gary Caridori is the perfect example of why it's very hard to be a hero in this country. I yeah. mean, or anywhere in the yeah. world. Why it's very difficult to be somebody who sticks his neck out for somebody because most of the time you get murdered. Yeah, yeah, and you get murdered, and no one goes down for it. Nobody goes down for it. No, true detective. Again, it's the same. True detective is real. It's real. Yeah, it's real. It's well, absolutely it's, real. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this, uh, of course, the decant memo goes out, and immediately every one of the victims, every one of the uh, people who may are making these ac- accusations, and John DeCamp himself, they're immediately attacked by the Omaha World Herald. Which okay. is just like you know, the, again, it's it, this weird thing of look at look at another industry that is tied into this cover up, like we get entertainment, sports with Sandusky, mm-hmm. the fucking media. It's it's nuts. all the same thing. Yeah. The media has been a mouthpiece for you know on a on a macro scale. It's a mouth. CNN and Fox are all mouthpieces for the federal government, and this is just a local version, local of it. version of it that got that was, just so happens to yeah. also have a fucking the federal government still has its hand fucking elbows deep oh, yeah. up its ass. Yeah. I was just talking to a friend about this. Yeah, remember Syria when we were going to go in there and yeah. the war's gotten worse but you know they don't talk about it anymore because they don't want to you know trumpet up the uh, the beats of war any longer they don't want to convince us that we want to do it so they just stop talking about they just it stop talking about it all and they so it feels to like it all goes away yeah but it's yeah. gotten worse you know yeah yeah the uh, publisher of uh, the omaha world Her- uh, world herald harold anderson was a big supporter hello my name is harold anderson <laughs> that is my real name harold gene peter and gene peter interesting he was a big supporter of larry king he raised money for the Franklin Credit Union. One of their columnists, Peter Citron, uh, he had been arrested for pedophilia many times. Oh, good. It just seems like that's one the, time. That's the thing. The you, one you, time. You, you got arrested one time <laughs> for the pedophilia. Because it was like, we saw the same thing with John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. He got arrested one time. Oh, he was just diddling. Boys being <laughs> oh, boys. Oh, they're just having a good time. Oh, yeah. it's a stag party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, there's no rules at a stag party. <laughs> there used to be just no rule places. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But and what I mean, at this point, King has been busted now, right? With the with the credit union scandal, all these financial uh Yeah, problems. he's been yeah. he got so how did they the- even have the audacity to still throw support behind him just on those grounds alone? Because he was a stand up man who just had big appetites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, King was he presided over the Franklin Credit Union for eighteen years. 18 years Larry King had control over this. And the newspaper the entire time, they knew Larry King. They knew him personally. They yeah. never once reported on anything that he had, you know, these gig- just this fucking extravagant lifestyle. You know how much money he made on the books officially? It was $25,000? $17,000. That's insane. That's poverty line. Yeah, $17,000. I mean, which I guess in like 1980s money is, yeah, probably about 25000 Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's more than what we make, but... Everyone don't makes more than reality. Yeah, don't, don't bring, bring that up. Jesus, Marcus, what's wrong with you? I just stopped thinking about it. <laughs> so if you want to go even further into this shit, the Omaha World Herald, they are the co-owner of election software and systems. Okay. And in 2003, <laughs> electronic software and systems claimed that in the past decade alone, it had installed a more than 260 Thousand voting systems, more than hundred and fifty, or more than fifteen thousand electronic poll book books, and provided services to more than fifty thousand elections. And then that, the that, that uh, new yep. study that just came out that showed that America is way more of an oligarchy than a democracy. And you just like watch these controls being put into place by the Constantly. same people who cover up the same. It's the same thing. We're we're fucking we're trapped in it. Yeah, we're yeah. trapped in it. They run. They run our lives. Well, we can't get out it, of it. We've had uh, two families in the White House for pretty much the past twenty five years, going back to eighty. We had Bush three years in a row, and Clinton, and now you know, of course, Bush again. And then we had Hillary in there, and uh, and now, of course, Hillary's the, you know the front runner again. I mean, the, it's the same people. The idea that we have choice. And I is liked a total Barack myth. Obama, but you know that he went to one of these fucking parties. Yeah. Oh and they, yeah, and the same thing, the Bilderberg Group and all that. I mean, he stuff. might not it's, have gone into Room C. No, you know, but he was he was uh, he you know, was six in room. Plaster away. Yeah, he was yeah. in room B, and they heard the noises, and they're all like, "Oh, don't worry about it. They're playing the charity game of Twister in there." Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> and despite so despite uh, the Omaha World Herald coming against him, despite uh, the Omaha Police Department, the Nebraska State Police, the FBI, the local and state judiciary, all of these people are telling him this don't do this don't do this you cannot do this he still finally manages along with the state foster care review board who had been investigating this for two years yes, before because they foster- were fighting it because they said the same thing they'd bring the evidence to the FBI yeah. and they were like no 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 they're crazy I still love that whole that I don't love it but that thing of just being like oh no these kids are raped they can't, you can't believe yeah, it yeah I mean that's yeah. the vicious cycle of it you can't believe anything they say but I mean growing up in the foster care system when I was 12 we started doing it in my family taking in foster brothers and sisters they are so stupid they're yes. all so fly. Anyone who's in the foster care system, no, not, the, not, the, like the, not the kids, no, but the people like who the, run it, are literally on par with someone who works at, uh, at like, you know, uh, a, a driver's license. It feels like it's like a DMV. Yeah, it's, it's a like, DMV. It's the same thing. Uh, like, you know, how many times I've dealt with our city government? I went into the city hall, and it just feels like, you know, there's no care. They don't care. They don't I understand. Care. It's, I understand that, they, that that industry, the foster care industry, and you, it, is incredibly is right difficult. Word. But it's, it's, it's a, it is a, all you get is horror stories. Yeah. I understand that. There's no pleasant day at work when you're working for foster care. Very little. Very, very few. And yeah. so I understand how that can deaden a person. But it just comes down to a point where it's just like, these kids aren't fucking units to be moved. These are yeah. humans. Yeah. Like, And all you're doing is perpetuating a cycle of of pain and misery that just makes mm. more miserable adults, that makes more pedophiles, that makes more killers, that makes more jaded people, and that make just- our, a gigantic fucking gray fucking mm-hmm. gear machine that is our country. And just as they do with prisoners, they give them a number, just as we did with the Jews and anyone who's like, you know, put into slavery. Your grandfather dehumanizing. No, no, my grandfather never did that. Uh, he, wasn't on, he wasn't on number duty. Um, but uh, it just dehumanizes them, and unfortunately, these kids who are abused get that exact same treatment, even though they've done nothing wrong. They've done nothing wrong. So the grand jury starts. The grand jury begins, and they want de- they're trying to get depositions from 83 people. Uh, 83 witnesses are supposed to give depositions, witnesses and people who are, uh, you know. Now what is it? What exactly charged. is the grand jury system? So what a, it is it's like you can they can they file a petition to get a court like a court hearing and that's what it is. A grand jury. Well, Ben, you've served on grand, grand jury. juries yeah, are, just, uh, are just are there, just there tends to be 22, 23 people. 12 of them have to agree to send the send the case to trial. So it's just the prosecution that comes in and makes the government's case or the state's case. Uh, against the person who's on uh, the defense. That's okay. why it's the people versus, okay. um, you know, the people of Nebraska versus So it whoever. was like the people versus the Franklin Committee in this case, yeah. John Or the, the people versus the Franklin Credit Union. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, Larry King and uh, like also Larry King and other. Okay, I just needed that explained to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the whole thing is innately flawed because odds are twelve out of any twenty-two people are going to be able to side. The whole thing is completely. I mean, it's, yeah. it's pretty it's much rigged just, from the beginning. It's just a small speed bump to get people into you know into trial. Yeah, yeah. Uh, however, this proved to be much larger than a speed bump. This was yes. an absolute nightmare because uh, out of those eighty-four people, after they got through four depositions. Uh, the next 79 witnesses said, there's no fucking way I'm doing this. No, of course not, but, because they watched what happened to the first four witnesses, which is they were publicly embarrassed. Well, two of the two of the first four, uh, they were killed. Yep. Uh, and Which, uh, that's the most embarrassing thing that yeah, can happen in public. It's crazy embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and you're asking yourself, of course, and the only people that were really left uh, at the end of it to really give their witness testimony were Alicia Owen and Paul Bonacci. Uh Alicia Owen, we mentioned earlier, Paul Bonacci, we mm. spent the lion's share of the last episode talking about his testimony. So the pressure on these two are just, uh, this is it's insane. Nuts. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. And you ask yourself, where is Larry King in all of this? Of course, Larry King was indicted uh, because of the embezzlement of the federal credit, uh, of the Franklin Credit Union. $40 million had gone missing. Of course, where is uh, Larry King and all this, they whisked him away to Minnesota to a mm. mental health facility now, why did for they a psychiatric d- evaluation. No, this was just because this was to lead up to whether or not he was crazy to, to which is ludicrous before he took the stand of the grand jury. He never right? took the stand of the grand No, of jury. course, because yeah. they kept him in the sanitarium and said yeah. it's like, oh, well, he kind of went cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Well, here's right. what so the grand jury actually said, because they never even called Larry King as a witness. They never even tried. Here's what they said. Because King is presently in an institute out of state pursuant to an order from the federal court and because we believed he would rely on his right against self-incrimination we decided it would not be fruitful to attempt to require king to appear before us which is insane attempt it attempt it attempt out there just give it a shot 
You Try know? it. See if there's. See if somebody can fucking wiggle their way around to get him to answer some sort of question. How is this man the most powerful manager of a credit union I've ever heard of? Yeah, I mean, it just what, doesn't make any do? sense. I gotta meet him. I, I have to know, is he really that charming? No, it's just, it's what we said. It's his fucking, he's got all the pictures. He's got fucking Rusty Nelson click, yeah. click, clicking away with his fucking iPhone. You got fucking, and he, he's got a, a bunch of people semen in a vial. Yeah. No, but, and that's true. And like we were talking about, hell, we could just mention Skull and Crossbones, what they do uh, inside of these ceremonies. Except you find all the most embarrassing right. sexual secrets of somebody's life and then all, you hold on to him forever. That knowledge is power. And yep. when it comes to politics, uh, it's all about it's that everything. Power. It's about leverage. Yeah. Yep. Um, so on July 23rd, 1990, after hearing hours and hours of testimony from Paul Benaki and Alicia Owen, the county grand jury not only threw out all of the allegations concerning sexual child abuse, they admitted that abuse had happened but said that the Franklin Credit Union had nothing to do with it, not only did they throw out all of the allegations, but they charged both Alicia Owen and Paul Benaki with perjury, with jail and jail time, which and we had, we had Jim Polk on uh, Abel against Top Hat, uh, of course the lawyer who's often on New York City Crime Report. Perjury is extremely undercharged. It's never yes, charged. It's never, never charged. charged. Yeah. No, they did it because they believed that it was the what was the one thing that it was a, a jealous former employee of Boys Town, yeah. Yeah. and that they that Alicia Owen and Paul Benaki had gotten together and devised this whole story, yeah. and it's yeah. just like they somebody that, liked Penn State's football team and knew Sandusky was involved, yeah. and they wanted to fucking yeah. bet on the Rose Bowl. Yeah. The grand jury said that. It it was a carefully crafted hoax scripted by a person or persons with considerable me, knowledge and again, of it's people a really and institutions fu- of Omaha. Yeah, it's a really fun D&D game. Oh, this great. Whole thing. It's great. It's a great story to tell. Well, I'd love yeah. to go to court for fucking months and make oh, this yeah. whole story. Yeah, that sounds great. That sounds really. That's exactly what I want to do on my fucking Saturday. Go through some metal detectors. Yeah, Yeah, that sounds wonderful. Yeah, what would be. I mean, okay, let's say it is a hoax. What is the possible benefit? What would be the possible benefit for these people I mean, from testifying? Never, what would never underestimate the power of getting attention. That's, That's the true, one yeah. thing. It's like, but like, no one wants to get attention for being a victim of a huge pedophile ring. Some people do. Some, some people, people are some really people fucked. want uh, yeah. attention for anything. They sure. say that's why a lot of you know false rape ab- accusations happen. Sure, it's just, sure. It's either uh, either wanting attention or trying to get revenge. But or you're some, around Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, <laughs> you know? and he's got dollars hanging out of his fucking pockets. <laughs> yeah, and he'll yeah, just, yeah, and he'll just pay you at the bar. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, it's uh, it. This is uh, it's a it's a tra- it's, But it just seems like, I mean, who knows? According to judges, like and stuff like this, they they believe them to be lying. But it just seems so fucking nuts that they would be intense. Lying. Yeah. They, so okay, so they got charged with perjury. And yeah, they was- got charged with perjury. And King was charged in this grand jury sele- yeah. in this grand jury trial. He was charged with embezzlement. A few of the other officers in the credit union were charged with embezzlement. Uh, let me give you King's well, what, sentence. What, first. Oh, okay. King's sentence, he was given nine years in prison. Okay. That's hard. Alicia Owen, who was charged with eight counts of perjury, was sentenced to 21 years. 21 years. 21 years. That's just ridiculous. And then she came out. What, did she ever make statements as to, like, good, like, did she ever admit, did she say that she was lying? No. Never okay. once. She was, She did four and a half years in so prison. So how do they even prove that she was lying? They, because she, they, they all the fa- evidence they, is because supporting the, her claims. The eyewitnesses disappeared. Um, they had nothing Left to back it up. They don't. Have, they only have like their word against powerful people's words. Mm-hmm. You don't have the main perpetrator on the stand. It's like it's. What are you going to do? It just comes down to it's just this girl who, as far as you're concerned, is just a former drug addict who's yeah. lying to get some kind of settlement so that she can get back on the horse. It reminds me of what we talked about on Top Hat also when it comes to votes. Yeah. Uh, or does your vote matter? Or does your opinion matter? If you're lower rung on the social scale, it just doesn't matter just nearly doesn't as matter. much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She was sentenced to serve nine to twenty-seven years in prison for telling a grand jury she was sexually abused. Uh, here's a, this is fucking heartbreaking. Here is a, this is an excerpt from uh, the Franklin cover-up. This is DeCamp uh, sitting in the judge's chambers right before Alicia's sentencing. It says, 
I do not understand it, Your Honor, I kept repeating. As God is my witness, I do not think that there is a judge or other person involved in this case who does not know that horrible injustice has been done. Everybody knows that Alicia Owen is telling the truth and that she is being punished for it. And Your Honor, a person has to be blind or totally dishonest not to know that some of this state's and nation's top businessmen and public officials have engaged in the worst crimes possible, which are now being covered up. And these kids, instead of being honored and protected for Exposing these things or being sent to prison. Why? He said, Judge Embody looked at me. Slowly, his voice shaking, he began to talk. I'm just a man. I'm not a god. I wish I were. I have no choice in what I have done. I'm just a man, just a man, not a god. I am doing what I must do with the evidence before me. Well, that's always difficult when you go in front of Judge Pontius. Yeah. I mean, there's such a Pontius Pilate washing my hands of its situation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And he said that he appeared even more shaken than DeCamp, the judge. Like someone had. Oh, so I'm sorry, Judge. Oh, he must. Right. It's a rough day really to be a bad. Judge. Absolutely. Yeah. And he's not wearing any pants under that robe. No, hasn't right? in years. They're, they're yeah. all nude. Every judge you see has got his nipples fucking hard on that that stiff judge robe that they're wearing. Yeah, of yeah. course. And Alicia Owens spent almost all of her prison sentence in solitary confinement. Yep, which is ludicrous. Mess. Yeah, ludicrous yeah. for on a perjury charge. Yep, that is absolutely insane. For and perjury. so, but then again, but, yeah. but then we find what we where this whole story began is this idea that but their evidence was enough in the civil case that Paul Banaki was awarded a million dollars as a settlement, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll get to that in a second. Okay. Uh, so Paul Banaki, uh, who also testified with uh, Alicia Owen, he received five years for perjury. And okay. by the way, his claim what? held a hell of a lot more water because he had uh, reported all of this shit to the police. When it was happening. Two years. Yeah. yeah. Two what, entire years before the Franklin case started. What's the race of Owen? The, they're both white. They're both yeah. white. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They're both white. Uh, and so after Alicia Owen's trial in 1990, uh, DeCamp found this other kid named Troy Boner. Uh, and he well, was... Got- unfortunate Oh, name. yeah. We can't make... But he's a victim, yes. so we yeah, can't he's make... He's a, maybe we just call him Bonner. How yeah, about that? Bonner. I think Bonner. he pronounces it Bonner. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. think anybody goes by Boner. <laughs> and that would be the worst name if you were, like, sexually assaulted. And that would be really rough. Because it's like, it's like you. he was asking for it. Yeah. He wanted my Boner. It's like, I can't stop yeah, I, I gotta that. stop this guy. Yeah. So he was, he had more information, like he had actual, he was willing to testify under oath. But he that, was fucked up. Yeah, and he uh, he said that as he came into the courthouse, he was immediately ushered into a private room for count, uh, by county judicial authorities. Mm. Uh, Troy was in a room with a special attorney and other officials for the prosecutor's office. He came out of the room and he leaned over and he whispered to DeCamp, he said, oh God, forgive me. They guaranteed if I talk here today, they will put me away for 20 20 years, told me I would be charged with perjury for my original testimony oh. if I opened my mouth today in court. Look at what they did to Alicia. Look at what they did to my brother. And by the way, his brother uh, was found dead playing a uh, quote-unquote Russian roulette. Yeah, so we're learning, brother- we're learning here, never go into a private room. Never no, go into a private, avoid a private room. room. And especially in a courthouse. Oh, yeah. Just never <laughs> public rooms. Yeah, go, yeah, yeah. The, the, not even the bathroom. No, Don't even no. go into a bathroom at a courthouse. Go in a plant. Yeah. Go in the plant in the corner <laughs> of the outside. courtroom. Yeah. Wear a diaper. Sure. Um, I, and then he was, because he told a crazy testimony. In the, in the, um, the Conspiracy of Silence documentary, he, he, his testimony is very vivid and very intense, kind of the same thing. He talked about the cattle prod treatment. He mm-hmm. talked about they play a game where they would drop a cigarette between him and another kid's arm and to see which one would pull off of each other. And it's yeah, like, but we did that in high school. Yeah, I know you did, but you're, you grew up in Texas. <laughs> yeah, and you guys were, there wasn't an adult playing the game. Game, yeah, we watched Terry Gilliam movies. <laughs> Different. That's what we did. I did yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> but no, he and then he just said the same thing. He'd like he would like talk about how he could he would like go at uh, Larry King and she'd be like, "You're a sick fuck. Why do you do this? You sick fuck." And he's just like, "Oh, you like this? You like this?" And then they beat him with an inch of his life and then drop him off in front of his house. And, but again, they were saying there were several times he was supposed to show up to all these witnesses things and he just would blow it off because he had a very bad drug problem. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I mean, that's sort of, uh, you know, going back uh, to the uh, Hollywood thing again, the Corey Feldman interview saying when he was 14, he was surrounded by these people. Uh, 
forcing oral sex, uh, you know, or demanding oral sex. And Corey Haim, of course, uh, they both got huge into drugs. And yeah. there was that very interesting interview. The two Corys was a uh, was that reality show. <laughs> but they did have an interesting conversation where they both said, you didn't defend me when we were getting molested at 14. You weren't there for me. You heard what was going on. And uh, it was really telling. If oh, you, yeah. If you get a chance to watch that clip. So. It's just that you get into, you anyone, get into drugs. any exclusive group all the way, all the way since the beginning of fucking time. They've yeah. been fucking kids. But drugs are the best escape uh, from these mental... Well, yeah, I, I can't imagine having been stuck in a brain knowing uh, th- with this history. You what know? was it? The um, the, the BTK... Uh, the, the What was the name of that documentary? With the I last, Survived BTK. I Survived BTK. Yeah. His whole life was fucking shit. And then going to prison? What was it? The... Uh, uh, what's his last name? Uh, Otero. 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 Yeah. 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 Uh, so John DeCamp, here's why I love John DeCamp, is that after all of these setbacks, after all of this, the fucker never gave up. Never gave up. Never He's still talking up. about it. Still talking about it to this day. Mm-hmm. You know, anytime, any sort of, I'm surprised people haven't started asking him about this uh, whole Hollywood pedophile ring. Because, you know, when Sandusky came out, people started talking to him about it. Yeah, I mean, and I found like a great article where, you know, he was just pretty much, at this point in his career, he's just saying like, yeah. 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 Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you didn't read. Yeah. This read is the, just the way it is. Just yeah. look just, at it. <laughs> just look at it. It's like all day long. It's just like him. Just like all he does is scream like, look at the evidence. This is all day. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, DeCamp in 1999, uh, he stood by Paul Bonacchi this entire time. Uh, and admittedly, Bonacchi, he was a fucked up guy. They're all he fucked got, up. He got arre- cycle, I mean, in yeah. full disclosure, Bonacchi got arrested for uh, sexually abusing a five-year-old. <sighs> yeah. You know, like, I mean, that's just in full disclosure. Uh, and he spent five years in prison uh, for perjury Again, as well. Yeah. But, you know. So these people, they're fucked up people. No, no but, one's, no one is, no, th- that was the thing, is that all yeah. this does is, it's spread filth. Yeah. yeah. All this, all this stuff does is spread that evil to everybody. Yeah. And it's certainly not an excuse, but that tends to be the case with a lot of pedophiles, sexual abuse in their, in their history as well. No, Same course. thing with, you know, drunkenness and spousal abuse. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But DeCamp stood by him through that. Uh, I mean, and, if you're lucky, then you sort of have like a Barry Sanders situation where your son also plays football and he's that's, really See, that's a like, cool You could one. do that too. Oh, yeah. If you're yeah. Kirk Douglas, you got Michael Douglas. Yeah. 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 And you're happy about it. Yeah. I mean, his son then Donald. Yeah, that's right. That's what's sad. That was sad. <laughs> that was sad. Yeah, that's, but you actually met Donald Sutherland, but we'll talk about that at the end. So in 1999, uh, Paul Bonacchi uh, and John DeCamp, they bring a civil trial against Larry King uh, for $1 million. Paul Bonacchi goes on stand, on the stand, and he gives a testimony that is so uh, damning, so vivid, so real, and so believable that despite the fact that he'd been charged with perjury, talking about the exact same thing uh, nine years earlier, a judge awarded him $1 million in yep. a civil case. So it held water somewhere. It's kind of like the same, did the same thing with O.J. Simpson. Yeah. And that's your judge, Dr. Evil. Hello, yeah. that's an Austin Powers reference. Uh, Heller. Uh, I'm uh, telling you, this Heller thing is yeah, really you've been saying up. this Heller, Heller thing yeah. often. Yeah. I yeah. love it. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's Heller. your thing Do- now. Judge so. Dr. Evil. Heller. Heller. <laughs> that is... So it's a bad joke. Kind you know, of fun so, to say, though. <laughs> yeah, real good, real good. You know, nobody, not all of them got off. You know, not not all of them. You know, got kind of the happy ending that Benaki did. Uh, Troy Bonner uh, in two thousand three, when he, the book came out. When the no, the book came out in ninety six. Yeah, but when the yeah, yeah but it he was when it was the out. new edition. A new yeah. edition came out in two thousand three with a lot of uh, updates to it. Uh, so he walked into a hospital in New Mexico where all bad things happen. Mm-hmm. And oh, this is yeah, the perfect sure. setting for some. To happen oh, of course, Mexico. yeah. He came in he, uh, screaming, they're after me, they're after me because of this book. And he was holding the Franklin cover Waving up. it around, yeah. They're waving it around. They sedated him. They calmed him down. Uh, when the nurses went in to uh, check on him in the, ne- the next morning, he was just sitting in a chair with blood pouring out of his Yeah, head. and he's not dead. good. He's just dead. dead. Yeah, just absolutely boom, boom, dead. Boom, boom, boom. Got suicided. Yeah. And as far as Larry King goes, I know all of you asking out there. We've been looking for him. Yeah. We've been looking for him. And today... Today, I found him. You found yeah. him. Okay. Sterling, Virginia. It looks like, yes, apparently you found a Yelp review of his sales skills at a BMW dealership. He has been working. He at, is. Of course, he's a car salesman. <laughs> of course. As far back as, two, at least uh, up until 2011, he yeah. worked at a BMW car dealership in Sterling, Virginia. He had worked there five, six years. And Long just, time. I want to see yeah. the people there. He's like, well, now that this BMW, you, know, you could rape about two, three kids you in the two, three, Did I no, 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 say no, that no, out loud? No, no, no. I, mean, I mean fit them in there. Yeah. Do you have, no. do you have children? <laughs> That's what I was 
just saying. Do you have children? You should bring them on by. Yeah, but bring them on. We'll thing. put them in the car together. I'll show you what I'm talking about. Another rape thing. That was an accident. So this is a man who brought in his Mini Cooper uh, for maintenance. Of course, he was looking around, maybe buying a BMW. He said, on one occasion, I had the unfortunate opportunity to have Mr. Larry King assist me. He was belittling and walked away from me mid-sentence. He is flippant and cavalier in his dealings with customers. Oh, my. Yes. One star review. One star. One star. That is scathing. Yeah. And by the way, way, this dealership overall is just two stars. It's a two star dealership. A two star BMW dealership. They hired Larry King. Yeah, not, not a lot of background <laughs> checks going on there. Um, and they, uh, this guy, uh, was. this is what happens when, it, like, uh, I'm sorry, man. You should, you're an older man. You're not going to get this special Larry King treatment. Yep. You know, the, you're not going to get the red carpet treatment that you'd get if you were just a seven-year-old yeah. looking to buy a BMW. <laughs> the best part about though. that is that he's got his own money. Yeah. And that's so important in dating. You have to you have to really you can't always be pulling all the weight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. This is a good job for a pedophile to have though. No no one uh 18 and under going to buy a new car. Yeah. So that's switching on to BMW. No, yeah, that's you know, yeah, like they're maybe the Ford a dealership. Fiat. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And there's um, not a whole lot of families coming into BMW dealerships. So yep. this is pretty this is the end of our saga. Is it, and by the way, Sterling, Virginia, I mean that's right there next to Washington DC. Oh yeah. So oh, he's yeah. still there right along with all of his buddies. He's Having still a great within, time. selling cars. Yeah, still um, within uh, So no one was punished. No. Nothing was fixed. Nope. All of the victims are trashed. Yep. Gary is dead. Yep. Uh, uh, John DeCamp is a screaming lunatic somewhere in a in a hotel six. Yeah, somewhere. So great. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's it then. Yeah, nothing worked out and well. I, I, wanted, I really do want to thank everyone for like going on this journey journey with us. We've learned all. We've all learned a lot. Um, when I, I proposed the idea of doing Satanism in the government, did not realize the scope. But it's interesting yeah. what you discover. We've done this all the time with different types of research. The fucking rabbit hole goes nine miles deep. It shows you that there's a lot more to reality than than is than you think yeah. it is. There's a lot more to what goes on on tel- There's a lot more than what's just in the fucking news papers y'all you That's have right. to research it um but i'm also glad it's over yes it's too. all done <laughs> this has and taken a month of my life away yeah. from and it. it's all done and we'll move we're gonna on. get to back some, some awesome we have some great shows coming up oh, oh yes. man um, got a great big hitter coming up that's yeah. gonna knock your fucking oh yeah your fucking you slippers off um it's going to be great. We got some ghosts coming. We got some aliens coming. We got a bunch of shit. I'm very bunch excited. Um, I want to say uh, goodbye to V. Kelly from Atlanta. I miss you. Oh, I miss Casper Kelly. Kelly. People who listen to the show in Atlanta. I miss Atlanta. And uh, and you had a wonder. And it's so nice to have you back. It's yeah. so good to it's be so back. Great and you had a nice flight uh, flight back. You uh, got. I to, sat next to Donald Sutherland, Mr. Donalds. And how was that? He um he. It is sick. Yeah, he's sick. <laughs> he's not doing well. What did he say about his son Kiefer? He was just like my. He's like my son. He brings home terrible women. <laughs> <laughs> and so we talked we about, about forty five minutes. We talked about God. We talked about um. He, he hit it on the flight attendant with me. Yeah. You know that was fun. That's great. Um, and we want to say uh, thank you as well to what is it, Frank Mendoza? Thank, thank you, you so much yeah. for the candy, dude. Candy, the t-shirt, uh, some of the greatest stuff around, and uh, it's very very. We nice. got some of the most beautiful fans in the world. I'm sorry we outraged you for missing a week, but we'll, we'll, we will do more. And we're going to yeah. come out with apparel very, very soon, so uh, yeah, we can all dress terribly together. Yes, It'll be great. yes, and we'll have lots of extra, extra larges. Oh, that'll be the smallest <laughs> size you can get. <laughs> what am I going to do? I'm sorry, Marcus. You're going to have to wrap it around you like it's a diaper. That's right. <laughs> okay. All so right. follow... Uh, yeah, Ben Kissel on Twitter. I, I need to get a thousand. I need to get over a thousand. This it'll is, happen for okay, you. It'll, it'll happen. happen. It'll happen. It's a good, good feeling, by the way. I know. I want the feeling. I want the feeling. So much power. Good Lord. Um, at Henry Loves You. At Marcus Park. Um, All right. Well, hail Satan. Hail Satan. Hail Gein. Hail me. And hail yourselves, everyone. And don't use peanut butter all over yourself. Uh, that's <laughs> good. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>